0: morning or good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be, I'm so glad it's Wednesday as always, and we have a special show today I'm going to be discussing in honor of Father's Day, the masculine nature that we all carry within, whether we are in a female body or a male body, and so I'm excited about today's show, and I will do a healing at the end after I do a little bit of um, introduction or a little bit of info kind of thing that I normally do, but i want to give out the number as i always do i rarely have callers but just in case there's one out there i'd love to have one call in it's 646-668-8565 again that's 646-668-8565 now <clears throat> i always forget i i often i almost always remember to give you the email My email is Janet at JanetRichmond.com, but I forget sometimes just to say, hey, I have a website, guys, a lot of stuff available on it, a lot of free stuff, and the, so I want to give it to you. You can get to my website by JanetRichmond.com, that's J-A-N-E-T-R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D.com, or Higher Self Voice dot com just hire h i g e r south s e l f voice v o i c e either one gets straight to the same website there's a lot of free material on there you just hover over the the <clears throat> the tab that i think says uh free downloads or something like that and all your options come up. All these radio shows that I do are on there free for anyone to listen to anytime. You can also, they're MP3 podcasts, so you can download them on your phone or any other kind of MP3 player. And use them over and over again as I often <clears throat> encourage everybody. Put a pause it when at any point in the healing that you that other things come up for you that I don't mention. You can be an active part of your healing and doing it this way because I'm doing a 20 or 30 minute healing. It's not going to cover everything for everyone. So it really is a perfect opportunity. You can move into the state of amalgamation uh, by listening to the healing or you can do it on your own. And I have it posted on my the instructions posted as another free uh, download. I think it's the amalgamation statement, something like that. Uh, It can be very simple. You don't have to go into the big, long thing that I go into. But just bring yourself, spend a few moments bringing yourself into that state of amalgamation, either on your own or using the radio show amalgamation that I do each week. And and then move into healing yourself. And this way, even though listening to the show every week, doing it once a week is definitely going to help because each time you actively participate in a healing you're going to get help guys you're going to be clearing layers of your etheric bodies layers of your energetics that you bring in from the soul level and then add to in the mind of this life so we have a lot of stuff that we need to get rid of so listening once a week is is certainly going to help but the more you do it The more we clear, the faster the process goes, the more efficient it is, the more accelerated it is, and we're changing the balance between the the positive and negative that we carry in that etheric realm that I often say our beingness doesn't end at the skin, and sure enough, it doesn't. We carry all these energetics from all lives, so why not go in in between the shows, or if you find a show that is, you know, and listen to other shows, or if you find a show That really speak to you do it many times and even if you've done it so many times you think can it still help you can always do that pause factor and use it to move into something related directly or indirectly so anyway I often forget to talk about all that's available on that website I am also on many many of the social media I'm not very active on them as yet we have spent the last couple three months getting together material to post on Instagram. I mean, other than announcing my shows or my meetups, uh, I'm not fully out there yet, but because the nature of life is such that I want to have somewhat of a stockpile so that I can have a plan. I'm going to release on Instagram or YouTube something, you know, three times a week or once a week or whatever the plan becomes. And I don't want to feel stressed one week because I don't have anything to put out there. So I'm sort of doing a kind of a stockpile thing, and then I will release some of the the material for you guys on much of the social media, on everything, really. Um, so that's the scoop. I also want to say that right now, right at this moment, on another radio show, uh, it's the Joyful Living Network that is own and run by Kimberly Rinaldi, she has pre-taped a show with me last week, and it's actually playing on her network right now. So I'm going to, once I get the link from her with the archive show, I will be sending that link out to all of you so that you will have it, and I will also, of course, have it on my website. (coughs) Excuse me, guys. I will also have it on my website for everyone to download. Um, and so I'm excited about that. It's it's short. It's two, I think 12 minute se- sections. It's I think part two of the hour of her show. And so it's most of you who listen to my show already know this, the information that's on there. You know me, it's basically an introduction for people who do not know me So I really appreciate that Kimberly put me on the show. It's really uh, a valuable uh, opportunity for me, and I do fully appreciate it. And I will advertise it and get it out there so you guys can, can check it out if you wish. Okay? Okay. Now, last week I did a healing on the whole belief system that we carry. That is, we are to blame. And, of course, that includes that we blame others. So it was really both sides of the coin Uh, because I didn't do it on any specific individual. Although sometimes I do hear back from people on a general show, uh, I didn't get any feedback. So I don't have any feedback this week. However, I also didn't get in enough, any requests for healing. So I'm putting out again, please, if you have any requests for healing or you have questions I'm now starting to give out a little bit more information, higher self-information, beyond just how to neutralize and how the energetic fields work. So you may have questions. Something I say may trigger um, confusion or uh, doubt or um uh, might answer some questions that you've had that you've never had an answer for before. I don't know how this information is gonna be received by by people, and I don't give it out knowing that. I give it out because, I, I mean, I don't give it out knowing that the what the response will be. I give it out because I think it's important information and something that will help expand the viewpoint that we all have, the perceptions, the perspectives that we have about life our own lives and the world around us, so with with consciousness and awareness comes uh, opportunity comes uh, power only in the good sense that you know it's empowering uh, comes understanding and this is really what i'm shooting for, but of course, I always want to do the healings because it's just so important for me to help everyone as much as possible because it's helped my, because I've helped myself so much and other people have also helped me. As you know, I've had buddies and groups that I've worked in. And so it's not just been me working on myself alone, but me working with others. And I appreciate all that group energy and I appreciate this radio show so much. So we're helping each other guys. And that's why I'm on here. That's why I do what I do, and it's exciting. <laughs> and, uh, I'm always open for someone to respond to me in any way. And that's that's really, really, uh, you know, it's really important um, to get the communication going. Now, I know it's hard to pick up the computer and get on the email. We're also busy, but if you do, email me at Janet at JanetRichmond.com. It's uh, just a few sentences, it doesn't have to be a lot, and I will get back to you. I've got a lot of emails, as you can well imagine, so I don't get back to everyone immediately, but I don't, I mean, there is the odd occurrence where something gets, falls through the cracks, but in general, I'm going to respond. And if I don't, I invite you to email me again, because it's not that I'm personally, (laughs) it would never be that I'm personally ignoring you on purpose, or just, you know, don't want you to email me. I will always get back to anybody. And so I, I open that email access to me uh, all the time and encourage anybody to take the opportunity to 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 absolutely, you know, communicate. Okay. So this coming Saturday, as everybody knows, or Sunday, I mean, is Father's Day. And so today... Uh, in honor of Father's Day, I have decided to do a show on the masculine nature, as I said earlier, because it's it's these kind of holidays, sort of it's it become an opportunity for me to focus on something that I might not think to focus on. Otherwise, I've never done a show on the masculine nature or the female nature. <coughs> I have, excuse me. I don't know if I've had healings on the show where one or the other or both have come into the healing. I really just can't remember, but I have certainly done healings on myself and for others where the masculine or the feminine nature have come into play as part of the pattern or the cause of whatever pattern, uh, either myself or other people, clients or uh people who come to my meetup group and maybe the show. Honestly, I don't remember if it's come up on the show, but it's it's a very common theme. And so it's a perfect place to start. Now, I don't know whether or not we're going to talk about the female nature at all in the healing because I don't know where the higher self are going to lead me. But I want to just begin the discussion with going back again to evolution. And I did some evolution in one of my recent shows, and I don't remember why, but it was, it was, um, partly that, but this partly, uh, it, it was a part of one of my shows, but this is important. I want to bring to everybody's attention. The, the dual nature that we carry, the male nature and the female nature, and whether you're in body as a man or a woman, it makes no difference. Every single soul, every single human soul carries the dual nature. However, when we began our evolution, as you've now heard me say, I think several times, as minerals, when you hear hear me say it in every amalgamation when I talk about the forever now moment. But in any case, in the beginning as minerals, we, we come in neutral and we don't have any sexual division. Minerals are minerals, they are uh, not they don't have the dual sexual nature. And but with plants the sexual nature slowly begins to come into play now i'm not too knowledgeable about science but most of the plants the both sexes or both parts of the plants are held in the same plant so like bees come and take the pollen and then they pollinate the the flowers so you have the flowers carry both the male and the female aspects and don't ask me to give you scientific names I used to know them way back when but I don't know them anymore and I think you guys know what I mean there are a few plants however which have actually separated the male and the female and I don't again know much about it but many years ago uh, at an earlier home that I owned I had avocado a couple of avocado trees planted in my backyard couldn't wait to get avocados and I was told it would happen in four to six years and you know after about eight or ten years I finally asked someone because I never got so much as one avocado and the whoever I asked said oh you know you probably don't have a male and a female tree you need both and I'm like what and it literally was the first time I'd ever heard of this phenomenon and at the time, there was no internet, no Google for me to go in and just get all the scoop on it. But I just remember uh, talking to a couple, three people that validated the fact that avocados are a plant, that you have a male plant and a female plant. Now, there may be many others. There probably are, but there's probably not as many of the plants that carry the both in within one plant. However... That be said, we're going to move on to the animal kingdom, and clearly, in the animal kingdom, even though it starts maybe at the amoeba level where there is no dual sexual nature, as the animals show more and more complexity, they move in rather early to carry both uh, a male body and a female body. And however, interestingly enough, there are some animals that can be both now, they're the lower. On the lower echelons, you wouldn't find an elephant or a dog being both. But there are some fish I know that can be either male or female. The same fish can change its sex during its lifetime depending on the situations and conditions, which I can't remember what situations and conditions make it change, but I'm absolutely sure that that's true, and I'm pretty sure there's some worm-type things that play out, have both the male and the female uh, physical aspects within one worm, and there's probably many more like it. Again, I used to know all this stuff years ago, but I don't remember the the details anymore, so I'm sorry for that. I hope you don't mind me being so vague, but if anyone has questions, you can Google it now. (laughs) Anyway, um, so... The but the higher animals for sure they are two sexes clearly defined. They're often their color is different, their size is different, their roles for each sex is very distinct, learned, and actually limited. Now, for example, sometimes both sexes take care of the young, sometimes only one parent or the other takes care of the young, and sometimes no parents take care of the young, like those great turtles that lay their eggs on the beach and then leave. And then when the Eggs are hatched. They all the little tur- turtlets, the baby turtles go go down to the water and they just fend for themselves. So you have 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 it all over the map within the animal kingdom, but clearly there are two sexes, and for the most part, especially in the higher higher uh, the higher animals. Now, when we get to the human level, there is very clearly the dual nature of the soul is playing out throughout our journey. Every soul, every human soul, carries both the male and the female nature. And however, a soul collects, uh, can... Okay, well, what... Okay, I'm jumping ahead. We all have both natures. And we incarnate in as males and as females. Now, the soul nature and the physical body don't always match. For the most part, if you're a man, you're carrying the male nature. And if you're a female, you're carrying the female nature. However, there are times where a, male, a soul decide to bring the male nature into a female body or will decide to bring the female nature into a male body. And the reasons for this are many you know, you can't make a general state statement or a general uh you can't say, well, it's because of this. <coughs> Excuse me guys. Sneezing. Um probably you are all thinking, bless you. Uh anyway, I appreciate the thought. So okay some often the reason will be trying to bring in a state of balance, trying to uh, understand uh, the female nature with a male body or the male body with a female nature. I mean, we go through so many different lifetimes and there's so many different reasons. I do discuss it uh, one case in my upcoming book um which is absolutely fascinating and I did have a client recently that carried the male nature in the female body it was very fascinating and for her the the reason was that at the soul level the male nature was there were it was multiple reasons but the one reason I remember because it was perhaps the most powerful reason although there were other um other reasons as well that came into play, but the most powerful or the first reason that came up was that for the for this particular soul, the soul felt so limited by how the male role was defined in the many cultures and societies it had played out as a man it was given such limited. Choices as to who it could be and how it had to act and behave and what was right and wrong about being a man, and there was a a, a tremendous frustration for the male nature of this particular client—a tremendous frustration because it it felt that it had so much more to be, so much more that it could process in the world and in the society. And it it just, that frustration was one of the reasons behind the choice to bring the male nature into the female body, because looking as a female, the male nature knew it wouldn't be judged or pushed to behave in the way that men are often pushed. And so it was a hope on the part of the soul that there would be more freedom and more possibilities <clears throat> to express and so we worked a lot on all of those frustrations and all of that everything else that I'm not remembering that the male nature was bringing in and including this issue I mean and the and the healing was the whole thing was fascinating um, and it was one of several because I've heard many different reasons that we can bring in the opposite nature opposite from the physical body Uh, Of course, there would be reasons why we would choose to have a physical body that brought in both sexual uh, organs, which happens. It's fairly rare, but I'm sure you all know about it. There would be reasons for all of that kind, all of those kind of choices. I can't begin to theorize because unless the higher selves explain it to me, I'm not going to be, you know, it's hard to guess. Okay. And I wouldn't want to guess. So I so I'm just this is just a way of saying that the whole journey that we go through as humans we are trying out many many different things we are taking on many different roles to understand the male and the female natures to understand them to especially now because we're we're choosing at this point in the evolutionary phase that we're in the people on this planet are in, we are choosing to bring in healing because in the early stages, as you've heard me say, we misunderstand and we we take on just scores of beliefs and emotional responses and and all of these things that are based on limited understanding. So at this point, as souls, we are trying to bring in understanding, healing, balancing, dissolving old issues, et cetera. And I'm going to get into that in a, in a bit, in a minute. Now, I do want to just say, before I go on, that there are souls that have dominant natures. In other words, sometimes a soul will take on a male, uh, the male nature will come to, into play in the greater amount of times of the reincarnations, And so sometimes it will have kind of a, a dominant nature so to speak now this isn't right or wrong this is just what that soul any soul that is like that or might have a dominant female nature might have taken on more of the these kind of uh, experiences as one sex or the other but it doesn't mean that it won't eventually all come into balance it doesn't mean that it doesn't also bring in the female lifetimes so but I'm just bringing that to your attention but in any case, there is a long learning curve, guys, when it comes to the female nature and the male nature. Long, long learning curve. Now, I want to let you know that understanding, healing, balancing, and clearing, both sides of the soul nature is essential part of our journey. Why? Okay. Because when we move into the next dimension, that fifth dimension that I've brought up a few times, we go through a graduation process that includes the merging of the male nature with the female nature, bringing us into an androgynous state of being at the soul level and at the physical body level. Because when we graduate into the fifth dimension, we don't just bring the soul, we actually go through a process that changes the physical body as well, making it androgynous and we move as, as a solar system into the fifth dimensional realm, not individually, not one one person at a time. So when we move in there, we are in this androgynous state. We would not be ready to graduate. Nobody is ready to graduate until there has been this complete understanding of both sides of the soul nature and balancing healing and you know, neutralizing anything that's carried. So that the belief systems, the self-identities, whatever, we have to do that to be ready for that fifth dimensional graduation. So that's why it's really important. Now, I'm not going to talk about the graduation process, maybe for months or a year or two. It is it is I don't feel it's really that important right now, but in any case. It's certainly not relevant today, but I mention it to you because it's really important to understand our male nature, whether we're in a female body or a male body. And so we want to heal its wounds. We want to dissolve its self identities that are limited, its belief systems. And we want to love that male nature that we carry, its beauty, and it's simply its beingness. Now, the same goes for female nature. Whether we're in female body or male nature. But of course, I'm focusing more on the male nature because today, because it's the Father's Day. Anyway, the, the next part of what I want to discuss is related to the healing I had on the client. And that is all the rules, all the definitions, all the shoulds and shouldn'ts that, that like animals, um, that define the role of a male in, in our society. Now, of course, in the animal kingdom, it's mostly defined by instinct and, and its genetics and genetics. In humans, however, we have some of that, of course, but it's very defined, mostly, most significantly defined by the culture and the societies that we live in and the society's belief systems, its traditions, et cetera. Now, in some cultures, especially the early or the lower frequency ones, or the earlier ones, um, or maybe um, for reasons of the nature of the environment, it, there, the, the rules and definitions are very rigid. What a man has to do, how he must behave is fairly rigidly defined. I mean, if you're in a very limited resource arena or area environment, the it could be very defined you know men you have to be the hunters there's no question there's no ability to there's no time to really develop other aspects of being say an artisan or a healer or whatever because the nature of the the environment is so strict that you have to play out of a very limited role that may be a reason it may, there may be other reasons we don't know uh, exactly, but you're all aware that there are a lot of, de- a lot of de- definitions about what men are supposed to do and what women are supposed to do and how we're supposed to act, how we're supposed to behave, what kind of careers we would go look at. Um, now, I just want to tell you something funny. Now, I grew up as one of five daughters. Okay. And I have to say, there was no such thing as a toy truck in our house. Many toys, no trucks, okay? Now, by the time I raised my daughter, I had, you know, the concept of, of, you know, the feminist movement had come into, you know, had been big time. And I certainly was aware of this limitations that we can put on our children right from the start. So you got to believe me i had many trucks in my house and i had many books on trucks and (laughs) i would point trucks out to my daughter as we were driving around or or as we're standing the sidewalk and a big you know dump truck dump truck truck comes by i'm saying hey you know that's a dump truck and she knew all the trucks now i'm being silly but to illustrate the fact that there has been a real shift in the awareness, the shift, it's really expanded in the society. There are still some limitations. We, we know that in, there, are certain, um, there are certain career paths. I think women have moved in more and more efficiently and effectively and more equally into the police department but I think the fire department is is a little bit still a little bit harder and there are many others we you know obviously we see fewer women in our government's we government situations and in some of the professions but but women are making big strides and it's very exciting and more acceptable today and of course those Expansions will continue Um, however you know back then just a few decades ago or you know a couple years maybe even ten years ago to encourage your daughter to become a fireman or your son to become a ballet dancer may not have really been as accepted as it is in some places now and so people are at least aware of these limitations But even if you're part of a family or you've raised your kids as a family or you grew up as someone who didn't have those more sex oriented or gender oriented uh, focus for you, even if you grew up and you didn't have that and your parents were really open about whatever you wanted to do doctor, lawyer, Indian chief, you could do it no matter whether you were a male or a female. That's fabulous. But I do want to remind you, we carry all the rules, the definitions, the self-identities, the belief systems that we've taken on at that male nature, in the male nature, of course, the female nature too, but we still carry those in the energetic world that we are. Now, if we have belief systems, if we have these energies, of course we know it limits us. We may not be limited at the conscious mind. We may think we're the most open and accepting and encouraging person in the world, and we may very well be, honestly. But we still have all those beliefs that at the energetic level are holding caps on who we are, what we can accomplish and how we can expand. And and so what happens too, not only do we still have those conflicts, but we also, I mean, have those belief systems that keep us limited, but we also have conflict. Conflict within the male nature, because some cultures and societies say, okay, the male has to be this and act this way, and another culture we could go in would be the opposite. Or something very different. And so within the male nature, we're carrying conflicting belief systems. Now, <clears throat> we can also have conflict, of course, between the male and the female nature. And the and the, these conflicts can be painful. They can be limiting. They can be traumatic. They can be shameful. They can be so many more things. and And yet it's hard to get to the bottom of them. Why? Because we're basically clueless. I mean, if we're females in this life, we would rarely even think to explore the conflicts we carry in our male nature, simply because we really didn't have any idea that we had a male nature, okay? Now, (laughs) or that such conflicts existed. Even if we were aware that we had a male and female nature, it may not occur to us that we had conflicts. But we now know this information is coming out, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. And I remember a few years ago, my complete shock when I was working on something, and I'm not 100% sure. Oh, I do know what it was, but it was something to do with opening up more to my higher self and pulling in higher self information, you know, getting rid of blocks. And in came like an hour of information about the conflict I had with my male nature, and then the higher self... To help me communicate with that male nature i mean the whole thing was beyond fascinating and it was it was really my first introduction to per- being able to personalize the idea that we have the male and female nature and that we have conflict i had some sort of intellectual understanding but never really had that personalized experience with it and of course um i did a huge healing and really had some major steps forward almost immediately. I mean, it was amazing. And I've talked about it on the show before, so I don't really want to repeat it again. Uh, I want to get onto it, onto the healing and everything. But I've continued to see this conflict between the male and female happening in many instances with my clients. Um, I think even on the radio show, I think I've had some male versus female issues, conflicts come up. And and also the conflict within one's nature because of the source. We've had so many sources, we've had so many lives as men. And guess what? Each and every single one of us has had a father. Couldn't have been born on this planet, on this planet or any planet in the human kingdom without a father. It's one of the rules and regulations of the the fourth dimension, the human dimension. So We have issues with male nature too as being a child of that father so we have those issues as well as the conflict within just how we've played out and a lot of the rules that we get are from the parents so if we're a boy we learn how to be a boy from the father and you guys have heard this kind of thing i know i'm talking to the choir but i'm just bringing it up because i don't know where the healing is going to go But I'm just bringing it up so that we're all on the same page. We're all kind of reaching to grasp the enormity of what what we are doing here, part of this big learning curve related to the male and female nature because there's a learning curve related to many things in the human kingdom. And it takes eons of time for one to bring in that full, clean, and clear human nature as I've said, when we evolve from animals, we're carrying mostly the male the animal nature, and it takes this long evolutionary journey to move fully into the highest level of the human nature and That's where many of us are moving. that's where many of us are working to to do is to do the clearing and bring in the healing at all these levels and This is another level that we're working on now. So anyway, I think now the oh 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 yeah sorry the the issue of we've all had fathers, we've all been fathers, okay, so there's issues there, and I don't know, i mean many times in the healings that I've done, I've gotten father issues for myself, for clients, you know many times you just you absolutely don't we can't avoid it because. Just the odds for one thing, because we've all had fathers for eons of lifetime. So of course there are gonna be times where we've developed issues from our fathers and also we've learned and been defined if we're male by our fathers, or if we're female, there may be another other issues that come up. The female, I've sort of forgotten what they say about the female. Um, the boys learn how to be boys from the father and the female learns how to relate to men, maybe from the father, I, something like that. That's probably wrong. And if anyone knows, you can always call and correct me or send me an email and say, well, you didn't quite have it right. Um, but in, in any case, I think everyone knows what I mean. So I don't know what the higher selves are going to, how they're going, what the, what's going to come up in this healing. But as I do, when it, when I have just a general topic, I'm going to do a conglomerate healing. I'm going to bring everybody in around the symbolic wheel, around the rim of the wheel. And I see it already coming into formation, even though I haven't fully amalgamated everybody yet. But I, of course, always amalgamate when I start. And um, it does help me pick up things as I'm talking. And so I'm feeling and sensing this wheel coming up, and I will be amalgamating everybody in just a minute. But I, I'm not sure where they're going to take me. But, as, but it will be a conglomerate healing. In other words, I'm going to be bringing in the male nature. There'll be a symbol. There'll be something, stuff that starts to come up. You kind of know the drill, how it tends to work. And... I want everybody, whether you're a female or a male, to begin to release whatever the issues are. You can just see it coming out of your chakras. You can see it just oozing out everywhere. You can see it pulsing out. You can see it spurting out. You can see it, however, or you can just simply say, I am releasing whatever the issue is that I bring up, the conflict about X, Y, or Z, and see it, imagine it, sense it, know it, that it's moving in, whatever you're releasing is moving into the light and being neutralized and absorbed by the light. And interestingly enough, your own light will neutralize and absorb your own stuff. Even though we're doing it in, in an amalgamation and we, we see the light as a whole, the, each soul is um, releasing and neutralizing its own energetics, and that its own light is absorbing the neutral energy. Okay, so that's the scoop, so I'm just going to take a little bit of water here, and I'm asking that all of you make yourself comfortable if you aren't already, and um, take a few deep breaths, quiet your mind, and I'm going to ask that you just listen to my voice. It's a simple technique to bring that focus of attention right to the now moment, to bring the mind's eye in so that we can quiet the mind and we can begin to activate that very key, very powerful focus of attention, which is the turn-on switch, as you now know, to activate the divine energies that we work with for the healing. So, knowing that the... Excuse me that the divine cannot trespass, it has to be invited in, has to be given permission to work within the free will arena. That is how we do it. We use the focus of attention. So I'm asking that we all begin to focus and I am seeing everybody around the rim of the wheel. It's quite large. There are people past, present and future listeners that are sitting on the wheel and there are also souls that are coming in from other realms and directions that do not listen to the radio show. Um, Some are out of body and some are in body but on other planets or uh, on this planet that but do not have access to the radio show but for some reason um, perhaps their higher selves have impressed them to, to come here. I'm not sure how exactly the um, the process works, but in any case, there are many, many, I would say thousands of people sitting on the rim of this wheel, and, of course, I can't see it literally as big as it is, so it's small, you know, the symbol of it is smaller for me to be able to focus on it now the now moment is being activated you all are doing a good job i see the now moment encasing the totality of the wheel and everyone in it and now you we're using that focus of attention please to expand this energetic field to encompass the totality of the past nows the present now and the future nows. and i see the energetic field being uh expanded as as you know it moves to expand the totality of the soul process which means the totality of all that the soul has experienced in all of its journey from the moment in time it was first expressed as a mineral into the elements of the fifth dimensional nature that have also that are also present and it is very huge this energetic field and as you know I call it the forever now moment the future now are continuing to expand. This is an organic, energetic field. It moves and processes on a constant uh, basis. It never stops. Evolution is forever. We never stop. It is. There is no end point. And so, therefore, the this forever now moment continues to expand and grow, just even during the time that we uh, from moment to moment. Um, during this healing and always. So the next point of focus I would like to everyone to focus on, that pure soul essence, that is that divine sunlight, that symbolic sunlight we carry within, the symbolic DNA from originating source that everyone carries, just as every cell in our body carries DNA. We all carry the pure soul essence, or the part, or part of the originating source of all there is, and it is all that originating source was, is, and is becoming. It is a very beautiful, powerful, uh, pure and perfect energy, and that energy is now being expanded, each and every one of the individuals here are focusing on it, and the light is just like a brilliant sunrise and just as the sun the light from the sunrise moves to moves out into the atmosphere 360 degrees around us the light within this forever now moment is just moving and filling filling the entire time space continuum with this brilliant divine pure and perfect light our purest most perfect, most potent point of power. And the, the light is also, as I say each time, attracting in many souls that are partaking of the light. They are ready or in need of elements of this divine light that carries something for any and every soul. And so I see the what, what you might think of as hordes, although I see them so organized, coming in to partake of what they want and moving away and then the next line comes in and partakes. It seems to be a very kind of orderly process uh, even though it's hordes and hordes of people and it's ongoing throughout the healing session not just for the moment that I'm talking about it. So thank you all for being present because we are providing this light for many uh, throughout the universe. Now, the... Next point of focus is going to be on the conglomerate higher self that is the higher self for each and every individual present for this healing, uh, past, present, and future, and and with everyone else's. So we are moving into and inviting the conglomerate higher self energy so that we are all joined in one accord in this fashion, and we are all going to... um, able to utilize the healing at the very highest level, the expanded understanding of all that is going on, because the higher selves from all of us are amalgamated with each and every individual. And the, the point is, or not the point, but I want to make sure that you understand that the higher selves also are from the divine will level. By the time, a soul has graduated into that fifth dimensional frequency level the soul is consciously taken on divine will there's plenty of choice within that realm you can choose to play out the service because it's a service dimension you can choose to play out the service in whatever ways that you feel connected to there it is again not about control or pushing or forcing But because it is divine level, we also have to invite the higher selves in. We also have to give them permission to help with the healing today, which is what each and every one of you are doing, and I'm seeing a very powerful higher self presence here. And it's important for me, too, because I'm going to be doing a conglomerate healing, and so therefore the higher selves for each and every individual are working together to bring the patterns, the issues that we're going to be healing today to me that are coming from each and every one of you. So there is going to be um, whatever I bring today is going to be helpful for every individual, even though I'm doing a conglomerate healing. The last step is that we're going to bring in an amalgamate with the totality, um, the originating source. We're moving into and being encompassed by the womb energy, WMB energy of the originating source, that creative life force energy that carries all of, uh, we all carry it, but this is a huge resource of energy that all it wants to do is to create, to give birth to, to express at higher and higher levels. And so this is an incredibly powerful um, empowerment energy that works along with and simultaneously with all the other energies that are neutralizing and dissolving issues and patterns that we're carrying at the energetic level this divine energy is helping us to be that phoenix to give birth to ourselves create ourselves at a higher level so okay so now i want to amount to bring in an amalgamate or become one with The rainbow bridge energy, as I do every week, the rainbow bridge energy connects us all at the chakra level to the chakras of originating source. This brings our own chakras into the very highest level of operation and most efficient level that we can reach at this moment in time. And this is important because these are energy exchange points, as I explain every week, but just... In case, I uh, don't think it hurts to have a reminder, and also there are always new listeners. So these energy exchange points release the energetics into the light that we wish to release and have neutralized. It also acts to take in the divine energies that we are bringing into play here and wanting to empower us um, at whatever level we we are working with the divine level, uh, the divine energies. So, okay, so now we're going to also activate the bridge part of the divine, of the uh, rainbow bridge energy, and from each of us, there is a symbolic spoke of this beautiful rainbow energy that moves toward the center, and there's a hub of rainbow bridge energy, and right on that hub is coming the, the symbol of the male that I'm seeing. Now, I... Can't, this is simple as looking familiar to one I've used before, and it may be one I've used on the show or maybe for a client or in the meetup group. I don't know, but if it is similar, that's okay. Uh, there's always more layers we can work on, but right now it's as if the male nature is standing here like a tree, almost solidified in nature, where the there are two symbolic legs, but both legs are like tree trunks themselves, and it moves up into the torso, which is this sort of solid uh, feel of the uh, you know solid part of tree-like. I mean, just really huge, a big solid thing. And then the arms are like tree trunks, and the head is is not very developed. The head is kind of I don't know. I want to say it doesn't look like a tree. It just looks like a human male head sitting on top of this tree and the the human male head um is carrying I'm sensing um sorrow and grief here. Um because it feels so planted. It feels so restricted. Feels so unmoving and Limited, and the at the head level, it understands and carries sorrow and grief about this. Feels, I mean, this this is in some ways similar to my client, but um, it's going to go other places. But feels the limitations, and but doesn't feel it has any possibility of changing things. It feels like it's so stiff it can't even take a step forward. And I see actually roots coming down. Of course, they're symbolic roots that are coming down from the the leg tree trunks, moving down into the symbolic ground, holding it in place. And those roots seem absolutely intractable, just like anchors holding this male nature in this spot. And I really want to, um, and I can feel the sorrow, despite the fact that it looks like a tree, The heart inside that the head part is very connected to is hurting. There's a lot of pain and there's a lot of suffering here. So, I want to just begin by having everybody start to release from the male nature the pain and the suffering. Okay, now the male nature has pain and suffering for many reasons. Now, one of the reasons is the original one that just came up is the feeling of limitation. The feeling that it just is so limited and it is very, very tired of always having to be the soldier or the hunter or the uh, farmer working from sun to sun. It, it, it feels so, there's a lot of sorrow and grief and feelings of limitations around the, the very, the, the roles that has been, that has taken on over and over again in different there's even sorrow because they, you know, as there's even sorrow because there were some cultures where it was only men that were part of the governing body or the council of elders or the heads of state or the heads of um, the town or whatever, and there, these this actually became burdensome. There was so I want everyone to release the burden of the roles because. If you're a man and you're born and genetically, you aren't that strong or you tend to be sickly or you tend to be uh, more artistic in nature. And yet, you know, the role was you needed to be a soldier in order to bring status or pride or uh, help to your family. You would feel so, you know, unworthy and uh, you would take on most likely Feelings of being incompetent and, and self blame and all of that stuff. And so, there, and, and yet, also, if you take on those roles and you happen to be born to someone that was strong and, and had skill with a sword or with a gun or tracking for hunting or whatever, you would, you also might feel drawn to other aspects in the society that you never get to explore that you never get to do, that you never get to take part in. And so there's all sorts of elements here with the male nature. And I really want, and I know everybody is doing a good job letting go of all the defined roles, all the restrictions, and then all the burdens of it, and then all the sorrow, and then all of the self-blame that, you know, if you're someone that can't live up to all of that, um, uh, All that's required you don't carry the right body or the right intelligence or the right bent you know the right gifts and talents and so you you feel less than you feel inferior you feel like a failure all of that kind of stuff and the reason why I know you guys are doing a good job is I see actually already the tree the tree becoming smaller so it's still carrying the the look of a tree with a tree trunks as legs, and the the torso is a tree trunk, but it has shrunk down from this sort of really hefty linebacker, even bigger than a linebacker look, down to getting more um, more handleable. You're still locked in. You still have the roots. The head is still upset, uh, still carrying the knowledge of the limitations, but there is, I want to call in divine hope, and divine joy, and divine possibilities, and divine change, because honestly, this is already changing, and I feel good about it, I feel really good, so, okay, so where else are we going here now, higher self, we got to, we want to look at, okay, the, okay, there's, interestingly enough, there's envy and jealousy here. And the envy and jealousy comes when the male nature sees the female nature (coughs) have more options (coughs) or have options it doesn't have. So there's actually energy of jealousy and envy here, which I'm very interested to see. I'm sorry guys but i may sneeze again uh in any case so i want everyone to release the envy and jealousy and all the idea of comparing the self to um other males or females because all of this comes. envy and jealousy comes often from the comparison so there's envy and jealousy of females there's also envy and jealousy of other males because the comparison is here that either there's not as much option or the things that the females can do you would love to do, but you can't because you're a male and your society doesn't condone it or allow it in some way or uh, denigrates it in some way or you're jealous of other males that can, can do something better than you. So there's an awful lot of this comparison thing, awful lot of this jealousy and envy coming out. And I really... Um, I want, I'm, I'm seeing this tree, it's almost, it's like opened itself and the heart, I can see now the heart of the male nature and the heart is releasing these, these patterns because the embassy and envy and jealousy and the comparison has really crippled the male nature as much as anything else. It has kept it standing in a state of lack i don't have it somebody else has it i'm lacking it for whatever it is and it depends on the lifetime it depends on the situation the condition it depends on the cultures and societies and so that male nature for all of us it feels like it's standing in the state of lack it doesn't have enough of something it doesn't have anything of something it doesn't have what it wants and so i'm I saw the the tree symbol open up, and I'm asking everyone to release from the heart of the male nature this state of lack, this state of envy, the state of jealousy, the state of wanting what it doesn't have, the state of believing it is lacking. And I want every, I want everyone to please release, let go, um, follow. Follow, up, let go of anything that you can think of along this line, the comparisons, the the idea that somebody, that you're less than, that others are better than you, that you aren't fit to, to be a male. You aren't, because a lot of times we think that in the male nature that we, or the female nature, that we're just not good enough. We're not fit. We're not, we, we don't have. We're not capable, especially souls that carry a more dominant nature if they are more more often feel comfortable in the female role. And then they take on a male lifetime that doesn't go so well. They can come away with thinking, oh, I'm just not good at it. I just can't do it. I'm not competent. I'm not, you know, being a man is really miser- makes me miserable. And so I want all of those kind of things to be released. And I see the the tree now opening up, okay, so there's some, okay, well, I wouldn't have been able to figure this out up front, but it seems obvious now that I see it. There's now issues with the uh, reproductive issues, the sexual issues, the, you know, um, all the issues around that men carry for their role in the whole, uh, you know, giving birth the having the child uh rearing, the child um you know, fertilizing the children and you know, the egg and all of that, all the, the 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 father roles, okay, and a lot of them are coming I'm seeing a lot of this sexual nature thing. There's a lot of pain here, there's a lot of suffering. There's a lot of again feeling of incompetence. There's feeling of jealousy and also the competitive thing, you know, um, coming up from the from the animal nature. A lot of life, a lot of animals, as you know, the male fight for dominance. And so this comes into play in our human nature. It is just part of the human condition, and so right when we move into the human kingdom. And so a lot of that conflict, a lot of that um, fighting for dominance, fighting for the, the woman, fighting for, you know, what, however you want to read it out, read it out. Being the one that gets to mate with the female, all of those things uh, we carry from a long time, guys. So I really want everyone to release all that dominant feeling of the need to dominate, all the conflict, all the fighting, all the feelings of, you know, when we're not the dominant male, we're not the alpha male, or we don't win the fight, we slunk off, or slink off, or whatever the term is, we slink off in pain and feeling like we we didn't do enough and now we're going to lose out. We're not going to get the females. So all of that, those issues, even though they may be old for many past lifetimes, they still have sway. They still play in the background for our male nature in different ways and some very subtle. By now, they would be fairly subtle in our lives. And I want us all to release All of that, and I see a tremendous amount of release going on at the bottom three chakras, just a tremendous amount. Now, um, there's also a lot of hurt and suffering here. Um, There's a lot of hurt and suffering here, and a lot of misunderstanding, misinterpretation, uh, misconceptions. I'm seeing, for example, lifetimes where males were dominant and women were more or less belongings, more or less furniture, more or less slaves, more or less doing whatever. And in those cultures, and I think I've mentioned these before, the men were taught from the time they were born by their fathers that to be a man, you, you know, that's what you did. You took advantage. And so there's actually stuff here where the man is feeling guilt and shame Around the what has gone on in those lives, the there is a victimizer pattern where men have victimized or violated women, um, not because they were bad people, but because they misunderstood. They were brought up in this kind of environment and taught from the time they were born by the fathers, and so and even the mothers, because the mothers would go along with it too. That that's how the mothers had food and shelter and had her children so there were you know these cultures were often just accepted by both both males and females so I'm really seeing a lot of pain and suffering a lot of misunderstandings a lot of misinterpretations and in the early days of the evolutionary process as humans, we wouldn't necessarily have felt guilty about it. But as we became more aware, as we go through our journey and move up into a higher frequencies of understanding, we then would look back and feel and could feel utter shame. It takes time to bring in the self forgiveness. And that's why I want everyone to release the self denigration, the self attack. the the shame and the guilt. And also, of course, I want to activate the self-forgiveness. This is really important, really important for the male nature, is that self-forgiveness and self-love. So I want divine forgiveness, divine love, and divine acceptance, divine understanding um, at the clarity of vision and uh, expanded perception level, just really, really big. And I'm watching as the the bark or the solid part of the tree is really beginning to dissolve i now see some bark still along the torso and still on the arms but down around the lower torso and the top part of the legs i see the bark still just kind of dissolving and so what you guys are doing is really really working um, and I want just more and more of that. There's just like a gusher coming out of the root chakra. There's just a lot of stuff being released. Um, and part of it is all the shoulds and shouldn'ts that the man feels. The, there is there is all of those burdens, and there's tremendous amount of burdens on men. There's tremendous amount of burdens on both sexes. But I'm just working on the male now, so it's not either or, guys. And I know I say that a lot, but it's now we're working on the male burdens. There is a burden when you're the the tend to be um, there is some dimorphism where the the males tend to be stronger, bigger, taller. Um, it, you know, even today, and of course, it's getting less and less. Um, Different. There are many, many females that are very tall and very strong, and so. But the, all, all of the, that those kind of physical things tend to um, be part of the definition, be part of what defines what the man does, especially in some of those difficult societies that didn't have time. You know, it was all about just sustenance and and having roofs over our heads and finding food and procreation and all of that so but of course the more sophisticated societies where i've talked about it before the more sophisticated societies there are more choices open to both sexes and to men where you can have men be artisans and uh, healers and um you know other things whatever and, you know in this society men can be just about anything even ballet dancers so the 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 point is it's getting more and more expanded and it did through time, but we want to release all of those shoulds and shouldn'ts, all of the sadness and grief, all of the misunderstandings and misconceptions behind it and all the shame and all the guilt that is just pouring, pouring out and all the restrictions that was felt so long. I want everyone to release restrictions, known and unknown, because they played out really massively in every life. Just a lot of restrictions, a lot of feeling like um, being in a cage. And so I really want those kind of restrictions just to melt off. And in this symbol, instead of being a cage, it is a uh, this bark of the tree, this stiff sort of thing holding you in place. And as I said, things are coming off. And now I feel like most of the thighs have been cleared. And I want to see what the the lower part of the leg. Okay, well, I'm feeling fear here. Um, now, the interesting thing is there's probably a lot of fear here. But the main fear that I'm picking up is the fear of change and the fear of, moving outside of the arena that it's been so used to it's been so used to having the role defined having the the um the shoulds and shouldn'ts uh be present in the societies and has workarounds and and you know coping mechanisms to create as best a life dealing with the restrictions as possible. So what's happening as the bark, and the middle part of the body is being, the symbolic bark is being neutralized and let go. And all of these patterns are being released. There's a fear here that it's um, still afraid to take a step forward. It's, Moving out of the known, so it, it entails the fear of the unknown, the fear of change, and I want everyone to begin to release that. The and I want to bring in divine connection, divine nurturing, divine security, um, divine whatever is needed and necessary. Again, divine love and divine acceptance, so that the male nature will will be able to to release. The last sort of the last leg irons that um it's still carrying at least for this healing, and so i w- and also other fears, the fear of can I do it, the fear can I successfully as much as I want to move into different arenas, I want to go outside of the normal male box, can I really do it? can I really be fulfilled can will I be accepted? Will I be seen as um who you know as worthy or still as a good person how am i going to be perceived so there's all of these fears of perception Um, and that comes from the long history of comparing itself to others other males and even to females so it's now concerned with how i'm going to appear to others Uh, others will you know the thought is other people will, will either compare me to what i was or will compare me in where I'm going to who they are. And that this, this idea of being compared is, is a scary place. Um, it knows that place. It knows the comparison uh, pattern. Because it's been in that comparison pattern and it's just worried about it. How will it even look in its own eyes? How will I discover and see myself? And so I want all of those fears to please be released. Let go of all those fears. And I see the I see the boots kind of dis the the boots of the bark or the tree being being dissolved away. It's almost just bubbling away and now there's an opening down the shins and down the tops of the feet and the fears are really being dissolved. And I want to call in divine flush whatever that is for each individual to, to really begin, or divine liquid plumber even, to begin to further neutralize and dissolve the encrustments around the feet. And I want to also call in through the top of the head. Oh, interesting, now that I'm focusing on the top of the head, the head is now moving out of its shell. Before it was kind of like a, a turtle, kind of sunken in mostly, and I only could see the head from about the, the chin up. Now the head is more moving out and becoming more obvious, more um more a part of the body and not just sort of overshadowed. It's now coming into its own, so to speak, and it's just it's it's great. And the head is now feeling, um, seeing and and understanding at a much higher level, a lot of it, you know, shedding all the blinders. Uh, Not all the blinders, because I don't know that we do all at once, but much of the blinders and much of the misunderstandings and misconceptions, it's feeling a very um, positive viewpoint about life now. And so I want to call in to get back to the, you know, again, the divine understanding and the divine courage, whatever that may be and the divine uh, foundation and connection to the self. Divine worth and divine value and divine acceptance of the self. And I'm seeing the the rest of the boots now really beginning to dissolve, calling in that that divine liquid plumber to dissolve the remaining parts of the, the... the boots and i the, the brick the the bark boots <laughs> and now i want to deal with the roots but before i get to the roots i want to deal with the arms now i do see some of the encrustments around the arms okay okay well this is interesting the encrustments around the arms are beginning to be dissolved but the pattern here is that the man is often the one that is utilizes the hands is the picker-upper, the carrier, the the heavy lifter, so to speak. And so the idea here is that the arms um, are restricted in what they can do because it's a life of either manual labor or it's a life of being the one that um, does has to be the, the hunter and, and has to be good with the bow and arrow or the gun or the uh, whatever, the spear, the, so it's it's very much where the, part of the self-identity is around what can be done with the strength of the arms, the manual part of the male. And so this is really important because men have equally um, amazing intellects and abilities to be psychic or empathetic or um, emotional, you know, things that sometimes we tend to think. Females are more like that, but ma- the male nature also carries that- those abilities, those possibilities, and and of course it can be brilliant. It doesn't have to just be the the manual labor type thing. And in some lives maybe the the intellect was used, but in many lives, especially in in some of the societies, the manual labor was you know ninety five percent of it. And so you know and the leaders would be the intellects would be just. Dis- dis- saying who did what and what your job was so you never had a chance to to manage and all of that so even though societies have grown and evolved since those early days we still carry at the male nature level those kind of things and so i want everyone to release the idea of being manual labor the idea that the belief systems that that's all we're good for um the and those beliefs of course limit our belief in the south that we have more to offer so i want to also have everybody release the self-doubt the lack of belief in the south however you want to put it um yikes and i'm seeing a lot of it i see um you know vignettes of. men who have special gloves uh, ready for battle. Uh, there's gloves for like boxing kind of gloves. There's armor kind of things that are worn to to protect. And these are all parts of what you're releasing. You're releasing the need to see yourself as limited to that, the belief that this is what the male does, the belief that, oh, okay, interesting, what I'm getting now is actually um, feelings of superiority and arrogance. Now, the this would come from lives where we played out as men who were top of their game. They were the best hunter, the best warrior, the best scientist, the best whatever. We would come from this because, remember, we carry this comparison thing. It's really... A hot, uh, a hot button issue for the male nature is the comparison, because from the start, as as animals, the males were vying for uh, top dog, and so we all all of our male natures have elements of this. And you know, just as we see the male lion parading around doing nothing hardly because the females do all the hunting, you know, it's parading around, it's gorgeous. Main and, you know, feeling its, its, you know, top of the, the heat, so to speak. So we carry that, the males carry that male nature. So I'm, everybody, I'm asking that we release this whole idea that there we're better than bigger than the comparison thing again um any arrogance that came from that because i'm telling you not only is there arrogance but there's the opposite when we had lives as males that we were not the top dog so we have the opposite so we want to release both being arrogant and also feeling like we're less than than nothing you know and all the the issues in between all the um degrees in between so i want everyone to release along that whole continuum from feeling completely like you're nothing all the way to you arrogant and a better than or best so i want all of that to be released wow wow because these are limiters this these patterns these approaches these viewpoints these belief systems Uh, are all limiters to us. It keeps us from unfolding into a, not just a three-dimensional man or male nature, but a multi-dimensional male nature where there's, where it feels unlimited and acts out of that unlimited place. And we want all of that balance and harmony. We want all of that limits that we carry from so long to be let go of. And Okay, there's one other element here I want to address, and that's all the times where we were fathers. Um, this I'm picking up there's still bark along the back, and for some reason, that's symbolic for me of the times where the male nature was was father was a father and so the the male nature as a father tended to take on the burden that the family was his responsibility. And so it felt like it was the backbone, so to speak, of the family. again, it's only a symbol, but I want to start there I don't want the the idea that being a father is a burden that it means that it's up to you that if you screw up, your family is absolutely uh, can't handle uh can't survive on its own and there were, of course, many times where that was true, that these kind of belief systems, this kind of pattern and viewpoint that we've taken on comes from lives where it was absolutely true. If we weren't a good hunter, our family wouldn't eat. If we weren't a good, if we weren't strong and we weren't able to, be the manual labor to make, you know, carve the boat out from the t- the canoe out from a tree trunk. We we wouldn't be able to go along the rivers or the lakes or the oceans or wherever we were located to uh fish or to trade or to uh find water or um t- more territory or whatever. Uh, a husband for our daughters, or a wife for our sons. So the this kind of thing, this idea that it's up to us the family we are the backbone the male nature is the backbone of the family is very prevalent in many cultures and that belief system that viewpoint that self-identity has been brought forward lifetime after lifetime and is operating back there and i want all of that to be released and that burden is heavy it is so heavy now this is not either or it doesn't mean you let go of this belief and suddenly you don't take care of your family if you're a man, and it's not the either-or. Okay, um, <clears throat> it just means that you're no longer carrying the burden of that energetic weight, the, those the limiting um, belief systems, the self-identities. You still have choice to be an absolutely upstanding father, or it's the male nature that you know you. But what happens is it allows the times where you have been an upstanding father in whatever life to have more sway. That self-confidence, that that knowing that you are um, a good role model, that you have a lot to offer, that you are there helping your family in whatever way without feeling the burden or the grief or the suffering or the pressures or the shoulds and shouldn'ts. Now, I'm feeling a lot of problem right in the mid-back. The mid-back area is still inflamed still active here and I want to see what that is okay I'm seeing here is anger a lot of anger there's been a lot of frustration a lot of anger um for a lot of different reasons and it relates to actually all of the healings that we've done on the father issue there's a lot of anger here so I want the anger and the frustration the discouragement the feelings of uh, feeling imprisoned. I mean I can't even say all the anger but I want it just to I'm calling in divine um, soothing divine nurturing divine uh, anesthesia whatever the energy is that would that would cool this anger down and I want everyone to begin to release and I'm calling in from the top of the head that divine flush I want to see it flushing down the symbolic spine and helping move that anger out through the root area, the base of the spine, uh, out through whatever part uh, for each individual, it it can more easily move. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm seeing the anger being cleared now. It's coming out like a big gusher. There's just a lot of anger at the situations and conditions that the male nature's had to go through. And so I really want to have all of that released and let go of and um and what i'm seeing now too is that divine flush is now moving down through the legs and it's moving down into the root system that was holding the male nature prisoner and i'm seeing now the tree bark and all that heavy stuff has really been peeled away and what's standing here now on the hub is this You know, again, it's a symbol, but it's a male, and it's free. And I want to call in and activate the divine freedom, the divine yes, and the divine acceptance. And I'm keeping, and the divine love, of course, and I'm keeping and seeing the energy continue to flow through this male symbol that's now free of so much of what was holding it prisoner and i'm seeing the flow move down the feet into the root system and i see light penetrating down into that symbolic light root system and starting to dissolve those anchors that were really holding the man the male nature pretty prisoner now i'm seeing too the man's kind of lifting the feet testing out the the ability to walk to move around to be something different than just planted as the male in the life, you know. And so it's sort of testing out, and the root system is still there. And, um, but it's, it's almost like elastic now. The light is dissolving enough that the roots aren't holding as tight. And, um, <laughs> hmm. I I guess I'm just going to keep sending the light down, this divine love, um, the divine movement, and again, divine freedom down into that root system. And it's okay. Now I see one foot able to move forward and taking the steps because the root system, and I see it under the left side, has been dissolved um, enough that it can actually break free from the roots and I'm having the light dissolve the roots um, that go into the ground at the same time as dissolving any remnants or any residue of the roots that are from the bottom of the feet. So I'm sending light to both places and now I want to focus on freeing up that right foot. Okay, and this seems to have issues or conflict with females. Now, it's the male versus the female nature. I am actually not going to do it to, today because I thought next week I would do the same kind of healing with the female nature. And so I don't want to get into it, but I am just... Um, Asking the higher selves to kind of put that whole issue into a freeze frame, and then we'll work on the female nature next week and maybe even move into, um, although it could be a third week, healing the male and the female nature. I'm not sure how it's going to unfold, but... But the good news is that for the most part, 95% of the male that we set out to work on today, the male nature is feeling very, uh, it can breathe. It's like I'm going to call in and activate that divine breath and divine circulation as if it has energy in ways it hasn't had for a long time because it hasn't been so cramped. And so there's this divine breath, divine circulation, divine respiration, divine movement and divine joy and divine happiness. And there is no sense at all within this this symbol of being impatient. It is so joyful and appreciative and relieved to have so much of that male weight let go of that it's fine with just enjoying this new state of beingness that it's in. It doesn't need to have that final foot freed yet, which is very nice. And um, I'm happy about that. I don't see any uh, frustration here. Um, but I am looking back and I do see the the anger that was being held in the middle part of the body uh, is now, it's continuing to move out, but it's greatly reduced, greatly reduced. A lot of the anger is gone. A lot of the frustration that it, uh, and, uh, from everything. Wow. The higher south are indicating that it is uh, time to end the healing and they are putting the cocoon around each and every soul that is on the rim of this wheel. The symbol doesn't need a cocoon because it was just a symbol that they were giving me information through it it was held my focus of attention so i could tap into where they were leading me but each and every soul on this rim is getting a cocoon and you all of course it will continue to process however for each individual and will also help each individual acclimate and they're also bringing the forever now moment down, shrinking it down to the now moment and I'm just going to go around really quickly and see if there's anything else. Um, What I'm seeing is um, each individual has a different state of, which is interesting, I've never seen this before, a different state of processing. So. Some either came in with less processing to do, uh, some may have come in with more, some people may have, some, some individuals may have processed uh, more than others, some may have been a little more reticent to, to process. I don't know what the reasons are, but I do see individuals in varying states of process but each individual, no matter what state you're in, has the cocoon and the processing will be continuing. Please don't anyone here start to think, oh, I must be the one that's not processed very much. Okay, let's not do any of that comparison stuff. I can't tell who it is, and it would be a surprise if all of us were doing everything exactly the same. It just, you know, that's not the way life works. Um, so, it's, and it's not about comparing because we're all on our each unique journey. And so someone here who may not have processed as much as someone else here may have processed a lot more in another arena of the human journey. Maybe it's really worked to bring in the career or the relationships or the gifts and talents in a very balanced manner that somebody else hasn't gone through the clearing of the, of, of the issues and the patterns of that. So, Everybody is on their own journey. There is no need to compare. It's just interesting for me because I've never seen it quite like this. I'm seeing the um, like the varying degrees, but I do see that there isn't anyone here that hasn't processed, that hasn't released, that hasn't uh, neutralized and cleansed, and have taken in some divine energies, making each and every one of you uh, moving forward in your taking steps forward in your. Life path sh- shifting the balance of the energies that you carry. It's very exciting, and everyone is did a great job. And I thank you all. As the higher selves now are discontinuing the now moment, um, the I want to thank each and every one of you for being a part of this show, as I always do. And I'm I'm just I'm completely in la la land. So I'm if I'm not making too much sense, that's why. The this is always such an opportunity for me, and I say this every week. It's an opportunity for me because I learn things and I gain myself from every single radio show. I encourage anybody that to go onto my website janetrichmond.com or higherselfvoice.com and listen to more shows. Listen to this one again if it spoke to you. Pause it release other things that you have then continue the the healing you know other things that come to mind and and also to email me janet at janetrichmond.com anytime with any question with anything <laughs> um i so appreciate this opportunity i love wednesdays i'm it, it's just the best so i i really I really appreciate the opportunities. Uh, New things come in over and over again because of this consistency of this radio show, because the commitment that, that you and I have both made to the show, and this allows the arena then to expand and grow and become more and more each week. It's just, you know, without you guys, it wouldn't be happening. So... I'm going to end the episode now. I wish you, uh, all of you, Happy Father's Day, whether you're female or not. And I wish all of you to um, have a wonderful week and until next week. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at janetrichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.